Hi everyone, welcome back to the Primal Pioneer. I'm your host, Heather Shepard, classical homeopath, primal nutritionist, and primal movement coach. For the past decade, I've helped people heal and overcome both acute and chronic health struggles from leaky gut, gut autoimmunity and cancer, to soft tissue injuries, C. diff, brain injuries, and anxiety disorders using a 100% natural approach. As a former Division I athlete and trainer of professional athletes, I also help people recover from injuries and help them restore their bodies from the wear and tear that occurs as a result of such training. This podcast series is all about healing via sunlight. Like much of our culture, you may hold the belief that sunlight is bad and dangerous and even cancer causing. However, nothing could be further from the truth. And I learned this firsthand by using sunlight to help heal my TBI, my traumatic brain injury. And uh, as a result of that, came up with a protocol called the Sunlight RX, which I will talk about in detail throughout this series and basically the sunlight rx goes through my four-step protocol of how to use the sunlight to not only heal brain disorders but to also overcome and heal uh, hundreds and hundreds of our acute and chronic health struggles today so i hope you enjoy this series all about sunlight and really the take home that I want you to get here is sunlight just like a healthy diet and healthy movement practices need to be a core hub of our healing and healthcare protocols in order for us to have success long-term success with our health enjoy this series all about sunlight and the sunlight rx Hi everyone, welcome back to the show. During this episode, I'm going to teach you all about the benefits of UV light. UV light has received a bad rap from the medical community, dermatologists, the sunscreen industry, literally everyone in our culture and most parts of the world have been trained to think that sunlight is bad, it's dangerous, it's it's cancer causing, and in large, the finger has been pointed at UV light for these issues. And uh, all of these recommendations that we've been told to follow and adhere to around sunlight um, and UV light, wear sunscreen, wear your sunglasses, protect your skin, stay out of the sun during this time, it's actually making us more sick. And um, there's a lot of reasons why, as I'll, I'll get into throughout this episode. And these recommendations also are not rooted in any real truth or accuracy. A lot of the studies, or I should say all that that I've seen, the studies uh, pointing uh, UV light towards cancer have been done under artificial light, have been done indoors. And they also have not taken any of the Sunlight RX factors into consideration. For example... They don't prep somebody's skin with that AM red and blue light from sunrise that you all learned about in the in the last episode. None of the studies do this and then take them into UV light and, and then see, see what happens. What's the result then? None of the studies do this. And this is the natural way. This is the primal way that we were in sunlight. 
um, our ancient ancestors, they woke up, they started working, they were outside, they tended the garden, whatever their task was, it was primarily done outside, starting from sunrise throughout sunset. And so if we're going to do studies on sunlight, and especially UV light and pointing it to cancer, we have to take our biology into account. Because of course, if you stick somebody with red hair and freckles into UV light, especially when that UV light is artificial and and fake and it's coming from an artificial source, as these studies tend to do, and you blast them with that, I mean, the result, they're going to get the answer that they're looking for. They're going to get oh yeah, the this UV light causes cancer. They're going to get the result that they want to get. And then they're going to convince us that UV light from our native light source is dangerous and it's bad and it's cancer causing, which they've done, and which most people today have totally taken on this belief. They've, they're drinking the Kool-Aid with wearing the sunscreen, wearing the sunglasses, um, avoiding afternoon sun and I will I will mention this is that it doesn't matter what skin type you have if you're fair skinned and freckles if you're a Kenyan with super dark skin we all need UV light and um, there are some very very uh, health promoting Uh, Things that happen physiologically, metabolically, hormonally when we're exposed to UV light. Um, But again, we have to follow nature's rules, nature's laws. We can't just go out at noon and then expect to reap the benefits of UV light. And I'll talk about what actually is UV light here in just a, a minute. But we have to follow nature's laws when, and we have to use common sense when it comes to our health and when it comes to things like sunlight. So UV light, literally in my opinion, deserves superhero status and not the shaming and avoidance and cancer-causing attitude that we've been giving it for the past several, several decades. So let's begin by what is UV light because... Um, I don't want you to think that it's in the sky all the time, no matter what time of day it is, because this is the misconception most people have. They think UV light is always present. That's not true. And another misconception that most people have is that you can go outside any time of day and make vitamin D. Another misconception that's actually not accurate. You need UVB light to be present in the sky In order to make vitamin D, you cannot make vitamin D unless UVB light is present. So let's talk a little bit about the different forms of UV light. And I'm going to talk about two specifically that are contained in sunlight, which is UVA and UVB. Both have different roles. They play different roles in the body. Both super, super important. So... UVA light. This is the light that comes in after sunrise. So there's a window of time where during sunrise there's just 
primarily red light and blue light present, right? That's what you all learned in the last episode that really stimulates that cortisol release, helps to prep the skin to be able to absorb UV light when that shows up later in the day. So after that sunrise light passes, and this will vary depending on the time of year, sometimes that light will be present for Um, For example, sunrise here sometimes in Arizona in the middle of summer starts around 5 a.m. and that red and blue light will last all the way till 7, 7.30 so that light can be there for two to three hours. Um, So, but in the winter time that window of time shortens, okay? So after that red and blue light uh, from sunrise light shifts into the next phase that next phase is uva light this light is very very important to the health of our neurotransmitters to the health of our thyroid and um here's the thing in order for um all of this these physiological things to occur that uv light stimulates like uva light will stimulate the production of dopamine how many people are depressed a lot of people today struggle with depression depression we know that there's low dopamine levels what else causes low dopamine levels addicts have low dopamine levels meth significantly um, uh, diminishes the receptor sites in the production of dopamine our society has Uh, chronically low dopamine levels but nature has ingeniously designed each one of us to replenish our dopamine stores when we're in uva light the same thing with serotonin right serotonin another feel-good hormone but also a huge hormone that is uh, responsible for enlarge a lot of our gut health how good our gut health is the diversity of our gut microbiome serotonin most of it is stored in the gut but that serotonin gets replenished in uva light when our skin and when our eyes are exposed to this light another one is melatonin most people think that melatonin is a nighttime hormone when melatonin absolutely is a nighttime hormone right it gets released two to four hours after dark after sunset I should say then the melatonin starts to be released so that you get sleepy you get tired you go to bed and during that time when you're sleeping melatonin is amped up and it's being released and it goes in and it helps your cells regenerate it's huge in terms of Um, autophagy apoptosis it plays some very very helpful cellular regeneration processes in the body you while your melatonin stores are released from the pineal gland uh, at nighttime after after sunset right those stores they need to be replenished so when the next night comes you have an ample amount of melatonin to repeat that process of regeneration you get sleepy at night you go to bed and then all your cells and proteins start to regenerate melatonin is key for that regeneration process and for your sleep quality so the thing we don't 
most people don't understand is that we have to replenish our melatonin stores so that process can occur each and every night. And we, pre- we replenish those stores by being in UVA light. Another awesome benefit of UVA light is this stimulation of T3 production, active thyroid hormone. How many people struggle with Hashimoto's? How many people struggle with thyroid issues? And so our culture tends to take the Band-Aid approach. And the Band-Aid approach isn't just taking a Western drug. A Band-Aid approach could also be taking, let's say I have poor sleep or somebody has poor sleep and they take melatonin. That's a Band-Aid approach. If we really want to get to the root of this, we have to get in UVA light to, to naturally replenish our melatonin stores. It's really dangerous actually to take a melatonin supplement and when I first released the Primal Pioneer, I did an entire episode, I think, on the dangers of vitamin D supplementation and melatonin supplementation. So if this speaks to you, I would highly recommend you go and take a, a listen to that episode. And lastly here, I want to mention that UVA light is huge um, with regard to anybody who struggles with high blood pressure because it stimulates the release of nitric oxide, which is very important for anyone um, struggling with high blood pressure. So there have been several links in the scientific literature to a deficiency in UV light, especially UVA light and UVB, but this um, nitric oxide doesn't get this process doesn't occur when we're not in UVA light and so excuse me but during the winter months in places of a high high latitude a lot of people who struggle with high blood pressure their blood pressure can go up even higher during the winter months when UV light goes away because another misconception is that UV light is always present which is not accurate it depends on where you live your latitude your altitude, and the season if UV light is even present at all. Typically in the northern hemisphere, if you live um, above the 29 degree latitude, you won't be able to, um, you're not going to have access to UV light from about April, um, or let's play it the other way around, from about September, October, until April. So that's a big gap there when UV light goes away, right? During the winter months, there's no UV light. This is why a lot of people struggle with seasonal affective disorder, depressive states, high blood pressure goes up, um, Hashimoto's and thyroid issues can often worsen. All of these things tend to get worse during the winter months. And a big reason is because There's no UV light in the sky at that time. And in order to prevent this, because naturally our ancient ancestors, they lived in these areas. They lived in New York. They lived in Oregon. And they made it through the winters without seasonal affective or um, leaky gut or high blood pressure or constipation, etc. The whole key is to create a UV light surplus. You want to build up your UV light bank account in the spring, summer, and early fall so that you can make it through winter 
without having these negative health consequences that often occur as a result of not having any of those UV light stores built up. That's exactly what the Sunlight RX ebook goes through is how to use the sun to basically create a UV light surplus in your cells so you can thrive in uh, the spring, summer, fall, but also throughout the winter when that UV light goes away. So before I started to describe UVA light, I mentioned that the whole key to making UVA light successful so you're successfully making dopamine, you're successfully making serotonin and melatonin and T3 and the nitric oxide and all that's getting stimulated and, and these pathways and neurotransmitters and hormones are being activated is that you have to be in AM sunlight. You have to see that sunrise and be in that red and blue light uh, because this is like, it's like a checkpoint. You have to have preconditioned your cells, your skin, your eye clock so that when the UVA light shows up, it's all preconditioned. Your cells are preconditioned. Your skin is preconditioned. Your eye clock is awake and preconditioned with that red and blue. And so now here comes the UVA light and the receptors on your cells um, are activated to now it can now your cells can ab absorb that light that makes the dopamine the serotonin the melatonin the t3 stimulates the nitric oxide okay so i really want to um, make this point throughout this series is that you can't just single out one of these light spectrums and expect to reap the benefits of all of these uh, really amazing things I'm teaching you about sunlight during this series. You, you can't single out a spectrum and expect to reap the benefits. It's really about getting in each spectrum. And I know this is, would, is likely a big life shift for many people who are um, used to living indoor lives, used to working on their computer all the time and being on social media. And so this Sunlight RX is not only an invitation to use the sun as a healing element, but it's an invitation to rewild your life um, and to live more primally, more in tune with the elements and with nature, which if we don't do, our health is going to struggle and our planet's going to struggle as well. So that's UVA light. Um, I also want to mention this. Um, that I recently read a study on UVA light that um, the more UVA light cancer patients got from sunlight, it was insane how, how much the reoccurrence of cancer went down. It was over 50% when, um, when they got in UVA light. And I sense it's because that UVA light um, stimulates the replenishing of melatonin. And melatonin is often out of whack in people who have cancer. This is a real circadian mismatch disease. The body can't tell time anymore. And melatonin is the main hormone that helps our body tell time. It tells our body it's nighttime because two to four hours after sunset, here comes the melatonin release. And that is a timing mechanism. It tells your body what time it is, time to to rest, sleep, 
regenerate. Then you see that sunrise and you get this swap for melatonin release stops and cortisol release comes in. And so this is, um, this swap doesn't happen at the right time, sometimes not even at all in people who have metabolic disorders like cancer. Let's talk about UVB light. I love UVB light. I love all the light, really. I mean, let's be real. But UVB light, this is the only light you can make vitamin D in. So please don't expect to go outside at sunrise, at sunset, and think you can make vitamin D. I have so many people reach out to me and say, Heather, I'm in sunlight all the time and my vitamin D levels are still low. And so I say, okay, what time are you outside? Oh, I'm outside from about 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. And then I'm outside from about 4 p.m. till 6. And I say, that's awesome. However, you're not outside during the time of day when you're able to, when that vitamin D making light is available. So UVB light, this is how you make vitamin D. And again, you have to go through this chronological process, sunrise, UVA light, and then the UVB light shows up depending on the time of year because if you're in the middle of winter and you're in upstate New York you're not going to have any UVB light most places in the winter months aren't going to have UVB light unless you're in the tropics or unless you're above 5,000 feet so in the winter months you're usually not going to have any UV light available A or B Depends on your location, okay? So don't take this as exact, right? There is, this is highly dependent on where you live. So you have to be, when UVB light is present in your area, let's say you're in the Northern Hemisphere and it's May 1st, UVB light is going to be present, okay? So in order for you to reap the benefits of UVB light, which I'll go into the core um, uh, healing elements that UVB light provides us with, in order to, to reap these benefits, you have to be in that sunrise light, and then you have to be in the UVA light, and here comes the UVB light, you're in that UVB light. Do you have to stay out all day and be in all these lights, the, these light spectrums the whole time? No, I tell people a minimum dosage is 30 minutes in each spectrum. Ideally, um, the more, the better. So, and especially the more um, morning light you're in. So if you're fair-skinned and freckled, you're going to want to be in sunrise light for at least an hour to prep your skin because you've likely been living mostly an indoor life um, you go outside at noon, at one, it's really sunny, it's really hot, and you burn. It's not because you're fair-skinned and freckled that you burnt. You burnt because you disregarded, disobeyed nature's laws and weren't outside starting at sunrise and you weren't outside when that UVA light came in. So we can't point the finger at sunlight, we have to point the finger at our modern lifestyles uh, as to why um, we experience uh, are having, um, oh, uh, 
a, a toxic relationship or an imbalanced relationship with sunlight. So UVB light, this is where you make vitamin D. And um, the higher your vitamin D levels, literally the lower you are at risk for, for all-cause mortality. And what does that mean? It means the higher your vitamin D levels, and I should put add in there, from sunlight, not a pill, because vitamin D from a pill is going to artificially inflate your vitamin D levels. And so when people artificially inflate their vitamin D levels with a pill, they still have the negative health effects that vitamin D, low vitamin D levels cause. So they'll get a cancer reoccurrence or they'll struggle with weight gain or they'll struggle with constipation or autoimmunity when they artificially inflate their vitamin D levels with a supplement. When you raise your vitamin D levels using the sun, you literally decrease your risk of dying from every single chronic and acute disease. That's huge. That That is, is so huge. So we, right there, just with that information, which is all up in the scientific literature at this point, this is huge. You know, it's like everything the dermatologists are telling us, the medical doctors are telling us about sunlight causing cancer. Just by having that information that the higher my vitamin D is from sunlight, the lower my risk of death from all causes. What you're telling me, dermatologist, isn't actually making sense then, right? So common sense will we'll win. <laughs> um, so also UVB light. Vitamin D, it, it stimulates the production of vitamin D and it balances our hormones because vitamin D is a hormone. Vitamin D, putting a vitamin before it, that word, is a little misleading because vitamin D is actually a hormone. And so um, people with any hormonal imbalances, we're talking type 2 diabetes, cancer, obesity, infertility, PCOS, Anything hormonally related, getting in UVB light is going to help offset these conditions because the higher your vitamin D levels are from sunlight, the healthier your hormones are. So I run a Facebook group called the Keto Cancer Solution, which I'm not super active on. I I will admit that because so many people... Um, even they're, they're on this group and you know they're looking for some type of alternative support because it's the keto cancer solution they're looking for okay how can diet help me with my cancer right but most people are so fixed on using diet and counting macros to help them heal that they completely get lost about what are actually some core issues and reasons why I got cancer. The diet is going to be a short-term support system, but we need to get to the root of why you got cancer in the first place. Most cancers have a hormonal imbalance and a metabolic imbalance going on. And so um, let's take breast cancer, for example, because I was starting to say here that a lot of people with breast cancer, a lot of women with breast cancer, they're totally coerced into 
going on tamoxifen or some other um, hormone therapy because the doctor says if you don't go on this drug, if you don't start taking tamoxifen, your cancer is going to come back and it's going to spread. So how do you, how are you going to feel in that situation? You're going to feel like you have no other solution. You have nothing else to lean on. You're, you're trapped. There's, there's no other choice. It's like I either do this or I die. If I don't go on tamoxifen, then I, then I risk leaving my kids with the, my partner. If I don't go on tamoxifen, then I, I risk my life. This is how they make you feel. So a lot of people, however, on the Keto Cancer Solution and some other natural cancer support groups that I'm on, um, because I like to share this information with people whenever it's appropriate, it's like they're, they're asking, how do I rebuild my hormones without getting on tamoxifen? And my answer to them is, I have two answers. One is homeopathy and two is the sunlight rx and and this approach to most people doesn't seem aggressive enough to use um you know i think that that language will come across well it's not aggressive enough it's not like tamoxifen that's going to go in and totally dismantle my hormones and and um and also (laughs) How are you going to tell me to use sunlight when, I, when my doctors are telling me that sunlight causes cancer? So the misinformation we've been fed and um, the thought process that we need really aggressive therapies in order to heal uh, really put a lot of people in a, a situation which prevents them from getting the care that they actually need to get to help remove the root cause of their their health struggle. So if you're someone out there who's really wanting to rebuild your hormones, I cannot stress enough to start dedicating your life to some element of the Sunlight RX practice, whether that's an hour and a half a day, whether it starts at 30 minutes a day, whether it's it's you're free, you have nothing to do but heal, and so now you can do it all day wherever you're at. If you struggle with your hormone health, the one of the most helpful things you can do is literally start to tailor your lifestyle around the Sunlight RX, at least when you're in the core of your healing. When I was in the core, I know this is going off topic a little bit, but when I was in the core of healing my TBI, I literally was in sunlight practically all day. I mean, there were breaks here and there, but I was in sunlight hours and hours a day. And I was in sunrise light for for at least two hours out there, standing in the sunlight for at least two hours a day. And then here comes UVA light, and I'm out there for that whole time. Then UVB light, I'm in and out of that for hours a day. Once you build up this surplus, you don't have to be out there for literally all day. But if we want to get to the root of many of our health struggles... 
it can be highly beneficial to be to follow the sunlight rx for hours a day while you're in the core of your healing for some people that could be a few months for most people it's going to be at least a year okay but you will notice a difference you will literally feel different in your body you'll have more energy you'll feel different you're emotionally will feel different you're you'll sleep better and then you'll say oh my gosh how worth it is it to do this and and i think the trade off is worth its weight in gold okay that was a little side so UVB light also increases immunity, so it really helps to strengthen and boost our immune system and and our immune cells. We know that people who um, died of COVID, if they in fact died of COVID and not just uh, had a heart attack and they tested them from COVID and then they said their cause of death COVID, we're not going to count that. The people who legit died of COVID, and we can apply this to tuberculosis, we can apply this to other infectious diseases, they had lower vitamin D levels, okay? So if you struggle with autoimmunity, if you're concerned about getting an infectious disease, be proactive about it and um, increase your UVB light exposure by following the Sunlight RX. Autoimmunity. Okay, this is huge in terms of the literature. Um, All of this is, but this one I feel like uh, isn't promoted. It's not talked about a lot. When it comes to autoimmunity, it's like take this, do this protocol, get on the the API diet, um, you know, eliminate things, take these supplements. It's like so compartmentalized and it's all about avoidance and Band-Aid stuff in order to try to overcome it. So we know that autoimmunity, there's a lot going on and it's really, really dependent on what autoimmune condition one is struggling with. But let's take some of these um, common ones, MS. The higher latitude you're at, the higher your risk of MS. What do we know about high latitudes? There's no UV light. No UV light until summertime and the UV light window is small and it's short. So for example, currently right now I'm living I live in Arizona. The UV light window is pretty steady um uh until November and then it comes back again around March. So that UV light window where I'm not getting much UV light is super small. But take somewhere like Canada or Portland, Oregon or New York or Vermont, or Nova Scotia, or these places, London, with a high latitude, you're going to have a shorter window of UV light. And most people, when that UV light comes available, they don't completely understand or know how to use that UV light in order to boost their vitamin D stores. And so these, uh, there are diseases that are directly link, linked to a decrease in um, a sunlight deficiency and not enough UV light. So things like MS, things like Crohn's, psoriasis, colitis. And there's even been um, studies released showing cancer risk, especially breast cancer and colon cancer. I think pancreatic and liver was also included there. And the amount of sunny days in a place 
and the places with the most sunny days had the lowest risk of those cancers versus areas with least or less sunny days. So super, super important. And we know in in cancer, anything, um, and these are U.S. units, if you have a vitamin D level of 20 or 30 or below, your risk of cancer goes up significantly. And we're not talking about artificially inflating your vitamin D levels with a supplement, but we're talking about boosting your vitamin D levels using sunlight. Okay, here's an interesting one. UVB light improves carbohydrate metabolism. So, I wish people who were really (laughs) committed to the ketogenic diet and paleo way of eating knew this. Some of them do, more catching on. But we um, have been trained to think that carbohydrates are bad and dangerous and they cause weight gain and diabetes and cancer and obesity. And let's be real, not all all carbohydrates are are considered equal. Um, If we're eating a Snickers bar versus eating a fig or if we're eating um, a bunch of hot Cheetos or Doritos or chips versus um, eating something like raw honey or fresh fruit, right? This is, this is, this is really different. So when I'm talking about carbohydrate metabolism, um, I'm talking about healthy carbohydrates. Um, But we've been trained to just avoid carbohydrates or limit them. And nature wouldn't have created the carbohydrate if we weren't supposed to have it. And we also need to see if we if we literally just start paying more attention to nature. When does the sun come out? When is the UV light present? When does it go away? When do certain foods grow in my area? When can I grow this food versus that food? What do we know about carbohydrate-rich foods? They only grow in strong UV light. So when UV light isn't present, you cannot grow carbohydrate-rich foods. This is another ingenious thing about nature. So when carbohydrates are present in nature, so is UV light. And so this correlation connects to, well, if carbohydrates are available, then that UV light that you're exposed to will help to naturally deplete glucose from your liver. So you're not going to have the negative side effects that we do today when we eat a lot of carbohydrates, no matter what time of year it is. Or we eat a ketogenic diet, no matter what time of year it is. A ketogenic diet is designed, it's a wintertime diet right? There's no carbohydrates available when in, in some places in the world. So, however, when the carbohydrates come back in, in order for us to digest and assimilate and not have the negative health effects from these foods that are naturally grown, let's talk about um, legumes, fruits, right? These rich carbohydrate foods, Um, 
they're grown in strong UV light. So if we're outside doing our sunlight RX and we're building our UV light surplus and we have a little bit of carbohydrates at the right time of year, that UVB light exposure that you're getting is going to help deplete glucose from your liver and it's going to help deplete any excess inflammation from your mitochondria as well. So again, like I mentioned in the last episode, the whole trick to absorbing UVB light, and these are just a mere few of some of the most powerful health benefits that UVA and UVB light can provide us with. The trick to this whole thing working, again, as I mentioned in the last episode, is preconditioning your skin with AM red and blue light. And this preconditioning is going to help you be able to absorb UVA light. So you're going to be producing all your neurotransmitters and melatonin, thyroid hormone. And then you're going to get to UVB light and you're going to be able to absorb that and make ample stores of vitamin D, right? So that was a uh, big episode all about UV light. I hope you found it empowering and beneficial, and I hope it helped you uh, be less fearful around sunlight. And I hope that it helped you see and learn how to use sunlight uh, the way our ancient ancestors did in a, in a primal way so that we can reap the amazing health benefits that sunlight and UV light has to offer all of us. To learn more about the healing benefits of sunlight and other holistic self-healing modalities such as my metabolic reset course, leaky gut protocol, and homeopathic consultations, visit me online at heathershepherd.com. That's H-E-A-T-H-A-R-S-H-E-P-A-R-D.com. And don't forget to pick up your copy of the Sunlight RX ebook to learn my four step protocol on how to use the sun to overcome and prevent both acute and chronic health conditions, including traumatic brain injuries. Pick up your copy at heathershepherd.com, scroll down the homepage, and click on the Sunlight RX ebook for more info.